What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. We have, of course, more of your great news about all of your favorite stuff, from elections to anti-Semitism being just straight up everywhere, to ending off today's show on a bit of a rant on how we have another flop on our hands, and yet this one makes me more angry because it's from a franchise that I had a little bit more care in than something like the Marvels, but of course, we'll get into that when we get there. As always, if you aren't subscribed to the show, it really should be. It helps out a ton. Of course, you can check out all the stories down in the description. We don't hide anything here on the show. And so, we are here. It's Friday now. It's late into the evening. And yet, some way, somehow... Stupidity still reigns supreme. I mean, when it comes to elections, when it comes to sort of the world of clowns that we live in, I mean, there's a clown show. It's a clown car. It's it's the, the tiniest of clown cars, but yet somehow so many clowns come out of it. So many, so many waves of clowns, whether that be from the Democrats or the Republicans. A lot of clowns are clowning around and sometimes when people realize hey i don't really want a clown running the government well they're trying to find somebody else and continuously they're still searching they're still finding people but yet everybody's looking around and they don't know who to actually support because it's like ah, well you know we didn't really like trump that's why we voted biden because you know we wanted a dead corpse but now this dead corpse is like doing things and it's like come back to life and it's really weird and you know it, it doesn't seem to be very sentient and it just also seems to be like very much like it, it just you know it seems to be making like my life worse like all of a sudden like i'm missing like money from my wallet my paycheck seems to be getting smaller and smaller my my speech seems to be getting more and more censored and censored the overall amount of just garbage going on day by day just seems to be getting worse. So what do you do? So what do you do? Well, you know, I, I think they, they they had an idea, but, um, well, I think that idea fell through, and so they're on plan B. We'll fully get into that. Here is, of course, who they uh, decided they were going to go with. Um, but, of course, you know... Even he had to admit that, uh, well, nobody that he knows supports Biden either. Here is Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Joe Rogan yesterday, or just, what, two days ago now? When right. I was a kid, you could have a Republican friend. Like, it, it was no yes. big deal. Yes, yes. It's no big deal. Like, oh, Bobby likes George Bush. Of Who course. cares? Who gives right. a fuck? You know, you were a supporter of Bill Clinton. He liked George Bush. Nobody cared. Nobody, like, fuck you. You yeah. know, it wasn't like you're a Nazi. Like I'm a, what am I? I'm a Nazi. I just want lower taxes. That's, <laughs> what the fuck what are you, are you talking about? How did I become a Nazi? Dude, it's, a, it's the craziest thing. I have friends who support Trump. I have friends who support Biden. I have friends. Do you really have friends who support Biden? I do. <laughs> Come well, on. No, 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 no. Here's here's what I do. I have I have friends. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good check because that's important. <laughs> this is important context. They support the Democratic Party. I have friends who are loyal to the party. Yes. When right. I was a kid. Yeah. See. No, how how bad is how bad is Joe Biden at his job? It, it can't even be like, oh well, well we actually support Joe Biden. No, it's like we just support the party. <laughs> and yes, we did. Uh, yes, The Rock was approached by parties at the end of last at the at, at last year to be the person to run for president. Hilariously, that of course he said no, 
And so now they're trying to figure out what to do, right? They're trying to figure out what to do because I think everybody got the real message over uh, this past week, especially with Biden at the uh, Asian Pacific conference. I think we all, we all seen it. He was dazed. He was confused. He was not very sentient looking. Um, and of course, um, he we really need to put Anthony Blinken on suicide watch. Okay, if you have not seen the footage of Anthony Blinken basically looking like he is ready to just end it. Like if someone was like, sir, do you need a pistol or something right now? He's like, yes, yes, because he is just in his head. Just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Stop saying that. No, no, no. Don't say that either. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. And you can just see his face get worse and worse and worse. This man, I've never seen a man so close to suicide watch in my entire life, my entire life. Like he is ready to just make the jump and just fucking end it. He is ready to go. Like, like it, it is calling his name. He is knocking on death's door. Just being like, get me out of here. I don't want to deal with this later. Get me out of here. This stupid old man keeps, keeps calling him stupid things. And he keeps going off script. God damn it. Uh, you know, like, he, he, is, he is about McFucking had it. And he's ready to McFucking die. You know, he's he's ready to enter the forever box. So, um, yeah, he he is. Um, uh, 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 he is he's, he's had it. So, you know, he's he's had it. He's had it. And Trump is even though even calling out Biden once again, actually, you know, doing what you're supposed to do in a campaign, you know, making it about Biden really should. Um you know, being like, hey, what is up with Biden having to literally call on specific reporters and even can't get that right? And then he already knows what they're going to ask, basically on pre-approved questions, but yet he still acts like he's hearing the question for, like, the first time. You know, like, what's what's up with this? And, you know, everybody's like, yeah, well, we, we, we already knew. Like, he he's held up the cards multiple times. Uh, you know, he's held... He's done all these things. Like we, we already, we already kind of figured this out. You know, like it, it was already a, like we, we already figured this whole thing out. Like it was just, yeah, no, it's, it's, he's, he's not here. He's not with us. So what do we do? So what do you do when you're the Democratic Party? What do you do? Well, you put up a, you put up a thing to make sure that you can swap out your candidate. Well, who do you swap it out with? Who do you have on the bench? Who who do you have? I mean, you can't go with Stacey Abrams. She's lost repeatedly. And, you know, her literal brother-in-law just got arrested for, you know, for, for trafficking. So you can't you can't go with her. There's a lot of baggage there. A lot of baggage. So, and you can't go with Bernie Sanders anymore. You know, the, the, they just won't let it happen. So, like, you can't go with Pete Budgig. Nobody likes him no more. You, you, who, so the bench, the bench is sitting there. And it's like, okay, we have a very sort of semi-unified semi party. What do you do? What do you do? You have a person. Run a shadow campaign. Well, who could that be? Who's running a shadow campaign? You know, who who could possibly, like, what? Who, who could be doing such a thing? Well, it's none other than Gavin Newsom. I mean, we played you the clip just this week of... Biden talking about, hey, you know, could have the job I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, everybody in the room, room laughs. I mean, 
you, Gavin Newsom's going to be debating, you know, Ron DeSantis in the near future. Gavin Newsom's also like the second government uh, governor since you know, like, uh, in a long time to meet like the current Chinese president. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things lining up. You know, he's in China for a whole week. You know, he's making all these things. He is running a shadow campaign. He's putting out these different like weird sort of like campaign esque ads. Like he is running a shadow campaign. And so what's the whole idea here? It's a switch. We're putting in somebody else, and that's that's Gavin Newsom. As of right now, it's seeming more and more like that the entirety of the Democratic Party is going to try and switch out Ken Doll Barbie Man himself, Gavin Newsom. So, but that's just that's just a theory. That's just a so obviously take it with a mass of uh, grain with grain of salt, but it's uh it, it's somewhere to somewhere to think about, something to ponder. As uh, you continue to hear Nikki Haley continuing to dig her own grave, that's right, she continues. In, in other election news, she somehow took all the backlash, she licked it in the face, and then she kept digging her grave, going, no, 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 guys, what are you talking about? I'm not trying to do that at all. And she just dug her grave into the ground, put the tombstone over it, and her campaign is over. It is over, folks. It is done. Done. Nikki Haley already didn't have a shot. Miss Warmonger Karen, she didn't have a shot already. And yet, she actually somehow took it out back and just shot it. She just shot it. So, how did she somehow make it worse? Well, if you don't remember already, she, of course, was talking about making, basically calling for eliminating uh, anonymity online, which... For me, in my case, I wouldn't mind. I'm, I very much. I think it's in the sort of by like what it says. Like it, you can. It, my name is clearly right there, right? Like I'm not gonna hide from you and say, "Oh, here's my name," right? Like yeah, like whatever. Like there you go. But she called anonymity a national security threat, saying obviously blah blah blah, still actors, blah blah blah. You know, like a whole bunch of stuff. And of course, everybody started squawking at her. Obviously, everybody's like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm going with a no. And, you know, obviously a lot of there's a whole bunch of different issues, whole lot of, you know, protections as violates. And well, it, it, she, she made it worse. She, she somehow made it worse into a statement that I know what she's trying to say. But man, does it not sound good. I don't mind anonymous American people having free speech, just not foreigners. Like, I get what she's trying to say, but, ooh, yikes. Uh, uh. And, and obviously, I get what she's trying to, like, do in the whole, like, well, you know, if everybody's verified and everybody has to, you know, be them... Then, you know, people be much more, like, thinking about, you know, what they actually, you know, want to, you know, say and post and stuff online. And I go, I don't think so. In some cases, that actually just makes it about, like, worse. Because uh, Facebook exists. People use Facebook. And on Facebook, you pretty much are, like, yourself. Like, you are your name, right? Like, you are, like, it's not like 
how you know like on a facebook account you're like me where you go oh this is the like how my personal twitter account has literally been named video game panda for quite some time right like you don't you don't roll up onto my you know twitter account and go oh there's you know jacob's twitter account right like you don't see like my, my actual name on my like twitter account you just see oh it's video game panda obviously yeah that's that's his twitter account right it doesn't work that same way so yeah i get what she's trying to say but once again she still dug her own grave she did she dug the grave and it's gone the anonymity that she's trying to do it just it's not gonna work you're gonna have to make some massive changes i mean there's some big big issues here to uh to some of this and it is uh oof yikes yeah no 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 one was buying it from the get-go and well you know Haley, you know actually had a pretty decent lead over biden in a recent poll that just had come up but oof, uh yeah nope it's gone it's gone well don't worry because not everybody who's an elected official or trying to be one is at least too bad at least we have mike johnson who was on uh was 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 on cnbc and uh well let's just say uh, it didn't go well for uh, cnbc i think it was the first day that uh, you had been uh, sworn in it appeared uh that you had were praying uh, on the floor uh, of congress with a number of other uh congressmen and there is a question about the separation of of church and state uh we often talk on this show about uh, folks uh, about whether religion should play a role uh, inside a company, whether people should be allowed to, to pray inside a company. There's one thing to, to pray outside and to, and to have your faith, and, and, and there's a great importance in that. But how do you think about that, and how do you think about the public perception of that? Listen, faith, our deep religious heritage and tradition, is a big part of what it means to be an American. When the founders set this system up, they wanted a vibrant expression of faith in the public square because they believed that uh, a general moral consensus and virtue was necessary to maintain this grand experiment in self-governance that we created, a government of, by, and for the people. We don't have a king in charge. We don't have a middleman. So we've got to keep morality amongst us so that we have accountability. And so they, they wanted faith to be a big part of that. The, the separation of church and state is a, is a misnomer. People misunderstand. Standard. Of course, it comes from a phrase that was in a letter that Jefferson wrote. It's not in the Constitution. And what he was explaining is they did not want the government to encroach upon the church, not that they didn't want principles of faith to have influence on our public life. It's exactly the opposite. Washington said, of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. And John Adams came next and he said, our Constitution is made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for the government of any other. They knew that it would be important to maintain our system. And that's why I think we need more of that. Not an establishment of any national religion, but we need everybody's vibrant expression of faith because it's such an important part of who we are as a nation. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Get owned with the frickin' history. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you, you hate to see it for CNBC there. You hate to see it. I terribly sorry um terribly sorry to them as well um you know it you know i guess you know uh mike johnson you know he you know he did sort of make this exact same deal that uh you know ken mccarthy did for you know stopgap type deals of the actual you know of uh, of our actual uh, you know 
future of this government. But hey, besides the point, he did do something that Kevin McCarthy promised to do and then took way too long to do. We were kind of asking, uh, you know, when he would do it too. But, you know, he, he genuinely surprised us. Uh, so um, he is following up with his uh, with his promise. And um, he is, of course, letting everyone, everyone see all 44,000 hours of the January 6th footage. That's right. You can now officially, if you would like to, you can now go about seeing the entirety of all 44,000 hours. Hilariously, the actual only size of all of it is actually even uh, not even that uh, that much. It's actually only 22.9 gigabytes. That's probably due to like compression, my guess, is compression as well as overall. But there there are a lot of hours here. A lot of hours of footage that have all been fully updated, all fully on the website. And it's all free to do so. It is all free to grab. There is no paying. There is no nothing. You can literally just download them to your heart's content and save them. I honestly might just download all of them too. I mean, shit, if the entirety of it is only going to be 22.9 gigs, I'm going to probably put this on a drive and I'm going to make sure and save up all of it. Because for one, who knows who somebody might try to, you know, take this whole thing down. And uh, we should maybe probably try to preserve this as kind of important. So, yes, if you like the footage, it is free for everyone. So, I mean, I mean, uh, so, I mean, you can see them now. It's all there. Footage is out for everyone. So, hey, you know, he at least did something about it. As well as the fact that, you know, Mike Lee continues to be uh, probably one of my favorite senators over in the Senate. Uh, of course, Utah-based senator. Really, really fantastic, uh, fantastic gentleman of course, has now joined up with Senator uh, Tommy Tuberville to apt to, to fully stand strong with the both of them of holding on military nominations over the, of course, radical abortion policy that the Pentagon is pushing forward. And some of the, basically, a lot of these promotions are sort of just done in, like, mass. They aren't actually, like, done, like, properly. It's just, bam, everybody gets promoted all at once. Like, it does. it's not even, like, you, you sort of gotten, like, turned even more into a number of just more of just being... Not at all special. Like, here's your promotion. Get the fuck out, right? Like, it just... And so, of course, you know, a whole bunch of GOP senators, you know, were like, ah, he's trying to, he's trying to fraud, you know, the sort of the effective and readiness of our, of our troops. So, like, that's not at all what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to actually, you know, make sure that this stuff isn't going on and that some of this stuff is not being, you know, paid for and everything and blah, blah, blah. And if that means having to prevent this, then that's fine, then. So it's good to see that another person is at least standing up against not only the Republican colleagues, but the Democrat ones as well. So good work here on, of course, Mike Lee to join in. As always, some things scare even Democrats, though. No, it's not sucking the brains out of a baby. No, it's not anti-Semitism. It's not that. It's when their own supporters attack them. That's right. It's more or less when 
their own supporters and their own party attacks them, that's when they get really scared. After the violent riot the other day at the DNC headquarters, it appears now that, well, apparently, someone was a little shooken, a little shaken, a little shook in the britches. Someone may have pissed themselves. We don't know. These are all unconfirmed reports. But what we can tell you is they were a little scared. How much more scared? How scared were they, some would say? Well, they were actually so terrified that they uh, called it worse than uh, they were scared more than uh, than they were on January 6th. That's right. They were just a little scared. Just a little scared. You know, it was kind of a bit terrifying. A little bit spooky, some would say. You know, because some people like this don't like to be attacked. When the kooky snowflakes start attacking, you don't know what to do. And, well, they didn't know either. When your own party continues to attack you and show that they too really do love, 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 love the greatness of just watching a bunch of terrorists kill all the Jews and their goals, you know, because obviously they're very supportive of LGBT activists, very, very big supporters of that. So, you know, they're always happy to help. They always are. They always are. I mean, you got, you know, over at Harvard, the anti-Semitism just don't stop. It just doesn't stop. Even though the president was like, yeah, no. Like, we, you know, like, hey, guys, listen. You know, I've sent because, you know, maybe, uh, you know, when you have all your donors and alumni who are completely going, yeah, no, we're, we're going to stop donating because you guys are a bunch of Nazi racist pieces of garbage. And so then you kind of have to, like, backtrack, but... But it doesn't matter, because over a hundred professors sent a letter to the university president condemning her for issuing a statement opposing anti-Semitism on this campus. Because, you know, god damn it, why can't we hate the Jews like those anti-Semites that we've talked about so much? Why can't we just join in? You know, I'm realizing that all this time, and then all of the times they called Republicans Nazis, they were talking about themselves. It's been projection all along. It's been projection for 40 years. Can you believe it? All the way back in the days of Reagan to now, it's been just nothing but projection. I can't believe it. The side who hates the Jews really just got suburb. Just say it loud and proud. Say it loud and proud, everyone. Let your anti-Semitism ring from the rooftops. Ring it from there. Because, you know, you gotta ring it from the rooftops. You gotta ring it from your flagpoles. You know, you gotta ring it from the flagpoles. Uh, everywhere. You gotta ring it everywhere, everyone. That's right. Over in Oakland, California, shock, 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 a Fremont High School decided to, you know, fly the Palestinian flag in place of the American one. You know, because, you know, because even though they violate California law, I'm sure that nothing is going to happen to, uh, to those, uh, to those kids. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that nothing, nothing, nothing weird is going on at school. I bet it's, they're all very good. Very, very good. By the way, how, how good is this, uh, school? Uh, 2022 school year before, uh, school year performed very low in English and math shock performing, you know, pretty low in terms of their standard and that 69% of students graduated in the school year and that the suppression rate is considered pretty, pretty high. Well, 
shocker, the school of um, that decides to raise a Palestine flag is, of course, one of, you know, not serious academic learning, as well as TikTok. We got to talk about this. So all of a sudden, out of nowhere, in a, almost like the most coordinated fucking thing I think I've ever fucking seen, people start discovering Osama bin Laden's letter from like the year right before I was born in 2002 that they're like, oh my goodness, it's, it's, it's changed my life. I've read this thing and oh my god, this insane psychomaniac who was literally a fucking terrorist, by the way, who attacked the United States, oh my god, he was right about the US. And every other person in the room is looking at them going, what 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 are you what are you talking about? Huh, who what who what what are you what are you saying? Like like what 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 are you what are you talking about? Like are are you are you okay in the head? Like are you, are you sure? Here is uh, just a few people, just a few. Uh, by the way, uh, this this tag now has over ten million views for it. Um, you know because it, it's fine. It's completely normal. Uh, it, these are completely normal This people. morning I read Letter to America, which is Osama bin Laden's letter to America explaining why he attacked Americans. And I am ashamed to say that I not only have never read this letter, but I didn't even know this letter existed. It's wild and everyone should read it. If you haven't read it yet, read it. However, be forewarned that this has left me very disillusioned and I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. I feel uh, a little bit just confused like I have entered into another timeline. What is this? And yeah, so go read it. So, so okay, okay, so so you might be thinking, okay, that was, that's only like one, come on, you know, uh, that was only one, Jacob. I mean, come on. How much worse could it possibly get? I mean, that woman was a white woman. You could tell she was already crazy. I mean, she said the words deconstructing Christianity. As a person who is not in any way a Christian at all, what the fuck are you, what, what are you even saying? Anyway, anyway, okay, okay, but it can't get much worse, right? I mean, it's not like there's, you know, another still four minutes. Like, I just read a letter to America and... I will never look at life the same. I will never look at... Because you want to extinguish it, right? Because, you know, he was very much into that whole shooting thing and kill... Like, right? Is that is that what you mean? This country the same? I will never... I. Please, read it. And if you have read it, let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment. Because in the last 20 minutes, my entire viewpoint on the entire life I have believed and I have lived has changed. Please read that entire- Do not try to read it. It is genuinely like trying to read, like it, it's like listening to, you know, like like fingernails on a chalkboard. It just, no, don't, don't. Letter. I need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and go read. It's literally two pages. Go read a letter to America. And please come back here and just let me know what you think. Because I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. No, it's, it's just you. 
the rest of us looked at it and we went, yep, let's see, uh, insane psychomaniac, yep, terror, yep, this seems all like what a terrorist would say, yep, uh-huh, yes, uh-huh, yeah, I already knew that one, and yes, I have no, and nothing has disillusioned me here, I think everything is still the exact same that I was after, before and after reading it. You know, I, I truly, I, I'm, I'm not going to actively just say that I'm the first person to think this, um, but, uh, you know, if people really did enjoy reading this one, uh, you know, I think there's this really cool, like, artist, you know, he's a really cool artist, pretty famous uh, artist, you know, but he couldn't get into art school uh, at his time, you know, really a shame, you know, because he, he, he's got some good pieces, and... Yeah, you know, I think he'd ha he'd have a lot of common in there. Had a great mustache, a great mustache. Was really really good at giving speeches. You know, like when he got going, you know, it was hard for him to stop. I mean, he was just he was just absolutely killer, literally on 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 the mic and uh, for what he did. And, and you know, he was really good at it. And he wrote this really good book inside of his sort of like quasi prison sentence that he was given. And man. It is a classic. I mean, it's a classic. I mean, it's been translated in so many languages. I mean, it's it's a bit of a classic. It's a cult classic, some would say. And it's a it's a solid read if you haven't read it. You know, it's a solid, solid read if you you haven't gone ahead and checked that one out. Uh, it's 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 a little book by a by a certain author. Uh, it's called Mein Kampf. Uh, by, by Adolf Hitler, it's a pretty good read if you're a psycho, uh, if you're a fucking psychopath and a maniac and a person who appreciates the words of, uh, of somebody who's absolutely and utterly insane. Who, uh, was about the same about what these people are right now, so, you know, it's, I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's completely, completely normal. You know, like, you know, pro-Palestine groups, you know, talking about, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff with decolonization over in New York City. You know, all sorts of fun stuff, showing different targets. Of course, the post has been deleted off social media, but that's fine. You know, they're all about the eradication of Israel, and it's very good, very fun. So they got that super-duper fun, as always. And funny enough, uh, in the first actual poll coming out of of Gaza since uh, October 7th, 75% support the October 7th massacre, 76% have a positive view of Hamas, 98.2% had a negative view of the, of, of, uh, the United States, and an increasing 64% had a negative view of Iran. Wow, wow, what a shock. You're telling me that the literal place that talks about killing the Jews, hating on America the whole time, doesn't have a really likes killing the Jews and really doesn't like America. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. What? I mean, come on. That's 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 crazy. It's what? Man, I'm shocked. Mm -hmm. I, I I sure am. I sure am. I'm I'm sure that everything. They're all just a-okay. Everything's a-okay. Everything is just fine. Speaking of things that are just fine, you know, our FBI, they're great at their job. They are. 
you know, because when, you know, a satanic pedophile gang is torturing, you know, white teens, you know, I, that's completely normal. It's completely normal because, you know, when they don't care about it, it only starts to be mattered about when they commit white supremacy. That's right. That's right. A literal cult, a Satan-worshipping cult of pedophiles that was blackmailing girls into cutting themselves, uh, they didn't, they, the FBI didn't really seem to, you know, be interested in actually, you know, doing so much. In fact, one of his members used, used the N-word, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. And it's believed that the group known as 764 and Harm Nation has tortured, you know, maybe just a few hundred or thousand girls, but the FBI didn't do anything about it. They actually only really did anything because when, uh, when once was racist to a black girl, obviously, you know, that's, that's when they started to really get involved. And of course, that's when they're like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll finally start to do it. You know, we got some, you know, tips on things and they were given all sorts of information and, you know, finally they decided to, you know, do a little bit of something about it. You know, something, you know, uh, you know, did I did I also mention that they're neo Nazis? Did I did I mention that too? Did did I mention that? No. Oh yeah, they're they're that too. They they had a they had a lot of fun. You know they're they you know they ignored, you know different stuff. They of course, you know they didn't exactly you know do anything. They just they just kept letting it go on. They. Because this is this is all fine. This is all completely, completely fine. So that's fine. Yep. Nope. Completely normal stuff. Good work. Uh, good work, FBI. Uh, once again, good job. Good job. It's good to see that the children of America are in uh, good hands when it comes to being uh, groomed and done things to by predators online. Very good. Very good. Well, finally getting into some of our uh, culture stuff for today. So, uh, according to some information that has been come uh, that has come out from from inside of sort of the Bud Light sphere of things, some of us have kind of forgotten about this, and yet still Bud Light has never recovered and will never recover from it. How much do you think you know? For a sponsor spot of a post for for a bit of a marketing campaign with Dylan Mulvaney, how much do you think that would pay? Do you think maybe ten thousand, twenty thousand, maybe on like the higher end, fifty thousand? Well, if you weren't thinking a hundred and eighty-five thousand, I'm afraid that that you were just that far off. You were just, just that far off. That's right. According to a full-on sheet uh, with money spent for like marketing on it, the Companies about a hundred. They sent up uh, paid, paid him a hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars to uh, basically, you know, then proceed to lose them three hundred and ninety billion dollars, or not a billion, but million dollars, and six billion dollars in lost value. So you know, very worth it. It's very worth uh, one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. No, I think. You know what? Uh, you know someone. You couldn't think of a better way to spend a hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. I mean, I couldn't possibly think of one, but uh, you may be able to. But I think 
Uh, it's uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Good job, Bud Light. Good job. You did it. And finally, I would like to finish off with a bit of bit of a sort of my disappointment upon this end of uh, end of the year. We are getting into sort of the halfway point of November, meaning that we are getting scarily close to it being December. And once again, that means we are coming to the end of 2023. Now, like most things, you would hope that 2023, even though it's been a year of somewhat shit and garbage on the big screen, there's still been some fun to be had. I mean, if you didn't go see Oppenheimer, I don't know what you're doing. There's, you know, a few other decent films that come out this year. But from the most part, it's all been garbage. And even next week for the Thanksgiving releases... It's also garbage. I mean, I've basically given up on even wanting to go see Napoleon now, as it seems to not be, uh, you know, as serious and as good as I thought it would be. So yay, another movie for me to be very disappointed in. But yet, another one that I'm now officially disappointed in is, of course, Donger Games. Now, obviously, I should have already given up hope by the fact that Rachel Zegler is in the movie, but I held out a little, little bit of help. A little bit of hope. In my in my uh, in my small tiny little heart, in my cold cold soul, that it would maybe be a good film, except even when I know that critics hate it and audiences now have gone who have actually spent the money to go see the film say it's not good. It's such a shame for a film that has such a great premise. Now, if you don't, if you've never seen the Hunger Games before or like this whole franchise before. Uh, you should really go watch the movies. They're pretty pretty solid films based on some pretty decent books. Now, the whole idea behind this new Hunger Games is not a continuation of sort of Katniss and, you know, all the characters that you've known from the Hunger Games. It's meant to sort of show you all the characters and, like, sort of, like, a lot of the characters where they came from. So, like, President Snow. It's meant to show you the younger selves 70 years before the, you know, Hunger Games. And yet... It ends up being a movie that's just not worth it. And somehow has now made work has now actually made less than than even the Marvels did for its previews night. So once again, another failure of movies. And it sucks. Because if you're a person who's maybe into maybe kind of knowing sort of the background behind the horror game, sort of how it got to that point of where you have all those districts and them fighting for the food in this sort of games. It could have been really fucking interesting of like where President Stone comes. Like all of this could be really fucking fascinating. And yet they threw it out the fucking window. They're just like cool concept yeeted. It, it just got yeeted out the window and just sent into a garbage can. So truly tragic. Napoleon also not looking to be good from just early reviews and from what's being said about, hey, maybe when the users come out, maybe it's maybe it's going to be a good film, and that I, I don't know, but as of right now, it doesn't seem like it's going to be good either. You have Disney's Wish, which we all know how that's going to do. It's going to flop. I, but me saying that Wish comes out next week, you're like, what the hell is Wish? That's how good of a marketing Disney has done for the movie. There you go. Marketing is important, people, and this should show you why. No one even knows what Wish really even is about. So there you go. Movies ending off this year 
pretty sadly. I mean, I think Dune, the sequel to the uh, Dune, uh, Dune Two, comes out sometime soon. Maybe that will be good. Hopefully, but still, once again, you're gonna I guess end off this year uh, with instead of you know a banger, a uh, really just wet fart. So, hooray! At least there's good games coming out. Sadly, that's that's it. That's all that's coming out for like the end of this year. So, uh, for for moviegoers and for TV show goers out there. I guess you can uh, enjoy uh, watching your backlog, or you can join me in watching different anime for the end of this year. But other than that, I guess that is going to do it for to this week on the Political Panda Program and for today's program. Of course, have a good rest of your evening, and I'll see you all on Monday for another week of the Political Panda Program. See you Monday.